You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. Baskin and Phelps, 92.3 The Fan. 216-474-0092. So we've had a couple days to kind of let this thing digest. And I want to ask you, what are the lessons of the season? What did, what did we learn? What did we learn about the Browns? What did we learn about the organization? What are we thinking right now? And that's, uh, I don't, I've spent the last couple of days, I, I, I will tell you initially, just because we haven't talked at all since the game on Saturday, I was extremely frustrated Right after the two pick sixes, I was just like, I can't believe what's going on here. And and at that point, the reality of the end of the season settled. settled. You know, I was like, ah, can they come back? Can they come back? I, I don't know if I was more bummed out about the fact that um, they, the two pick sixes or the fact that the defense couldn't stop anybody in the first. Like, they had a good game plan. And it was significant to watch the players who didn't play in that first game against Houston, that they were out and that what a difference those guys made, especially C.J. Stroud. I mean, it wasn't even close. It's just like, it just didn't, nothing felt right early on in the game and you knew that they could be in for a long day and they were. And Even though they were only done by 10 at halftime? No, I was still okay. At, I, like, I thought they maybe weathered the storm. But then they had the ball to start the second I thought, half. I thought so too. And then the first pick six was like, can, can anybody tackle this guy? Is there anybody on the field? The second one was like, okay. And I don't even necessarily know that it was Flacco's fault on the first pick six. No, I, it, was a, it, was a bad, it was a bad throw. Uh, yeah, like at first but, he didn't have anything on it, so you thought he was trying to throw it away. And then you're like, did the ball get tipped? And then you see the receiver go like didn't stay home, took off for the end zone once the ball was in the air. And I was like, Wait a second, what's going on here? Like it was a play that just completely went down the drain. Yeah, it was terrible. So And then the second one was a terrible throw. Yeah. And, and I in the back of my mind I kept thinking, uh, you know, those guys all week they kept saying is the real Joe Flacco going to stand up? You know, he we may have seen the real Joe Flacco all season long. But the difference was is our defense was able to keep us in the game and then when Joe needed to do something late, he was able to perform. I don't mean this in a bad way. I think we saw the real Joe Flacco all along. Yeah, I, it's the did. same guy who was in yeah. Baltimore because a great defense in Baltimore helped him win. And the Browns had a great defense until the other day. It's true. It's true. And so I also, I, nothing against Flacco. I thought he did a great job here. Thank you. We appreciate it. I also asked myself this question, too. How can a team be so good at home and not on the road? That, Especially defensively. Well, and that's the bigger mm-hmm. point of it. Yeah. So I think looking at it now, the Browns were eight and one at home. Eight and one. There was only other one team that was at the same record, eight and one, and that's only because they lost in the playoffs. And that was Dallas. Dallas was eight and zero oh at home. NFC having one less home game than than uh, than the AFC did this year. But so you look at it and you're like, man, we were so good at home, so good. And then I start getting irritated thinking. Well, you know, they had a better record than Houston. Why weren't we at home? I get it. I'll let that go. But it is something that I wonder if they'll they'll contemplate that down the road, if you have a better record, if you shouldn't get the home game, especially because 
when you look at all the games over the weekend, with the exception of the Packers, all the home teams won. It was a good weekend for home teams. So uh, there are a lot of thoughts I have moving forward. I like, you know, I look at at the Browns in general, and I'm like, I don't know how teams can go through, especially if they go to an 18th game. You have to have two quarterbacks that can play. You have to. 18 games. That just sounds absurd, doesn't it? 17 I, sounds absurd, to be honest. I think if they get rid of the preseason, I can live with it. Yeah, I would agree with they that. They have to completely it's, it's, get rid of the preseason. Uh, maybe a lot of they play one. Game. I don't want to take the game away from the Hall of Fame. That's the, that's the only reason why. I, don't want, I want the Hall of Fame to have a game. Well, or if you go to 18 games, then give them a regular season game. Give Canton one regular season game. Call it an international game. Because sometimes Stark County feels like you're international. You've gone across the borders to get there. Anything south of 76. You know? There you go. And between 76 and 70, yeah, that's it's like another country. Um, so I, I look at all the things that I think we learned. I think. You know what I learned? What would you learn? I learned that Kevin Stefanski is an NFL coach who deserves to have this job. But that's in a league where coaches get fired all the time who are pretty good. But I, I think Kevin eliminated the thought that, okay, he's not the coach moving forward. doesn't mean you're the coach moving forward like Mike Tomlin for the next, you know, 14 years. But I think he clearly showed, yep, he can get this job done. But, again, it's the NFL. That doesn't mean he's going to be here long, you know, another four, five, six, eight, ten years. But I think Kevin eliminated any question that the Browns fans might have that he's the guy. See, I think there are plenty of Browns fans that are still pointing the finger at him and saying there's no okay. way. They don't want him to have an extension. But I also – I didn't have a question about that. I think he eliminated that question for a lot of fans. Well, there were two things he did that I keep thinking about or didn't do in the game on Saturday. One – he wasn't on the field to miss a tackle. And two, he didn't throw the ball to the other team. So I can't really get mad at him on either one of those. And I don't know if Joe forced the ball on the two pick sixes or not. It doesn't really matter. But I do know that if a team suddenly starts to not tackle, how can I get mad at the coach? How can I get mad at the head coach on that? If they had the right scheme, and by the way, our head coach is so offensive. I mean, do we know, does he ever call a defensive play? I doubt it, Right. Is that why I brought Jim? I would think not too. So, I, I am curious to to hear your thoughts on Kevin Stefanski because I I think he he earned his contract extension. I agree. I also think that if you win Coach of the Year, it doesn't mean a whole lot. Ask Mike. I Rabel. agree. Ask Mike Rabel. And you know, it, it just there are a lot of good things to the season. I think it's hard though to see them because I'll be honest. It was Saturday was embarrassing. I thought it was an embarrassing loss. Yeah, folks in Dallas feel the same way. Folks in right. Philadelphia feel the same way. Did we have the worst loss of the weekend? No. Nope. You think Dallas was? Yep. Because Dallas was the two seed. They, and were, they, were, at they were 12 and 5. They were at home. And the Packers just barely clawed their way in with the youngest team in the NFL. Dan, and the, how were and the, the Cowboys looked awful? Yeah, Dan, how were they? Were the Packers that good or were the Cowboys that bad from your perspective? Because, you, I mean, you're watching the Packers every week. I'm not. Cowboys offense was clunky. They didn't have any answers for. Isn't that weird too? Yeah, it they didn't have weird. any answers for what they wanted to do. You know, the the Packers bracketed CD, and they basically said, "Okay, we're going to let Michael Gallup and Brandon Cooks and everybody else beat us." And it's almost like it just completely broke Mike McCarthy's brain. And their running game isn't what it used to be in Dallas. Yeah, and the running game fell apart, which 
you can burn the Packers with the run and you can burn the Packers on big plays and the pass rush was able to get home. And I was just as shocked as anybody that that was the case. Cause I thought this game was going to be a giant shootout because the Packers defense can't stop anybody. It's like all of a sudden it like broke Dak Prescott's brain yeah, and this- McCarthy's. How Dak and CD are looking at each other during the game and trying to figure things out. Especially after a year that they've had together. Oh, man, that was hard. They were so good this year. That was hard. They really were. They were phenomenal. Dominic is in Cleveland. Hey, Dominic. Hello, Dominic. Hey, um, I'm not sure if Stefanski is or should be the coach going forward. Reason being, we're trying to build a championship organization and team. So that starts with ownership down. I look at Baker. Baker was good for us to get us to another level, but was he the quarterback that we needed to get us to the Super Bowl? No. And so I say the same thing about Stefanski. I'm not sure if he's the the coach to get us to the Super Bowl. And I can say that about a lot of the players. We need to continually upgrade, not be stuck on, oh, they did this for us. We had a great season. And then we, you know, we begin to empathetically begin to hold on to them. If we really want to build this thing into a championship organization, and team, you always have to improve. So right now the door is wide open on everybody. Dominic, I understand what, what you're saying there. What do you think would be a move that you should make if you're gonna if you're going to change coaches, which I think is preposterous. But I but I understand yeah, but, and you know why I say yeah. that? It's happening all around the league. Right, right, right. I really don't have an idea of who, but I just don't want us to be stuck on that these are the players that we have to have or the coaches that we have to have um, just because we had a good season. The goal is to become that championship team and organization. So you still have to improve. That might even mean Andrew Barry, because there's a lot of questions about him. He brought in some great players, but he made some decisions during the season that we're all scratching our head at. Dominic, do we have the quarterback now? Do you have the faith in Deshaun Watson to take you to that Super Bowl? Honestly, no. But I, but I didn't have that, that faith in Flacco either. I was putting faith in the team as an organization, as a cohesive unit to get there. I don't think in football you're going to have this one player that that ultimately gets you anywhere. It's not like uh, basketball with LeBron. Yeah, the only problem, I, Dominic, I agree with you on that, but a quarterback touches the ball more than anybody else on the field. So that's, I mean, if that that one player has to be right, right? Yeah, he has. He has to be, be right, right. But yeah. I'm, I'm I'm not opposed to him being a field general versus this 400 yards or 300 yards every game. The key is getting victories and really controlling the the offense and, and, and really imposing your will on the other team's defense. So that's a combination of head coach, offensive coordinator, and quarterback. Good stuff, Dominic. Thank you. We're, we're going to talk about the coaches a little later on. Dominic kind of touched on some of the things we were thinking, and, and it's this. I understand why Dominic said what he said about Kevin Stefanski. Because look at owners saying the same thing about coaches around the league. I mean, how's Mike Vrabel unemployed right now? Mike's a good coach. He's had two tough seasons. Well, do you bail? And okay, if you're, you know, if if you're the Browns and you were to do something like that, I I think, I mean, who are you going to bring in? Who's going to do better right now? Keep your fingers crossed. I, I have applauded the organization for their patience with Andrew Barry and with Kevin Stefanski and allowing them to build some things. And I think we've seen some real growth. And I, I think moving forward, I want to see where that goes. I think they've done a really nice job. What are the lessons of this season? 216 474 
Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. TuneIn is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. That clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. And even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. It's better over here. After investing billions to light up our network, T-Mobile is America's largest 5G network. Plus, right now, you can switch, keep your phone, and we'll pay it off up to $800. See how you can save on every plan versus Verizon and AT&T at T-Mobile.com slash across America. Up to four lines via virtual prepaid card. Allow 15 days. Qualifying unlocked device credit service ported 90 plus days with device and eligible carrier and timely redemption required. Card has no cash access and expires in six months. Baskin and Phelps, 92.3 The Fan, 216-474-0092. We're asking you the question, what are the lessons of the season that we learned from the Browns? Jeff, I do have to ask you one car question really quick. Can I do that? Is that all right? Sure, why not? Not that I know. I don't understand. Maybe, Dan, you can figure this out. So I I have a newer car, right? Yeah. And the heat, like, doesn't work. And so I'll leave the blower on for a little bit because, you know, sometimes I think we all think, well, if I leave it on for a second, it'll get, you know, the engine's getting hot. I think I'm... Like, where does the heat actually come from? I don't know. I don't really think about these things. So I used to think, well, if the engine gets warmer, I'm getting some of the heat off the engine. That's what I always thought it was. I'm probably wrong. But um, you're looking at me like I'm crazy, so I'm 100% no, they, I, wrong. I do believe the heat is generated from, you know, combustion engine. Well, right? maybe I have a, uh, a cold-hearted engine then. I don't know. Maybe. So, I, like, the last couple times this has happened, it just took a little while, sometimes like 15, 20 minutes, and then the heat would start blowing through. And I'm like, oh, okay, good. I'm yeah, that's right. a problem. So now, the last two days, because it's been so cold, there's no heat coming out. Thoughts? Yeah, you got a problem. Oh, thanks. Just drive a 20-year-old minivan. I got a heater that's a champ. And yours is working. Beautifully. Dan, any I, I, Well, so I Googled, how does a car heater work? Oh, good. Because I figured if anywhere you start, that's, you know, usually the best place. It's just be honest to Google, and right. they'll help you the best they can. The warmth from the engine goes from the radiator to the heater core, which basically acts as a heat exchanger. It allows coolant to flow through, and this flow of coolant is regulated by the heater control valve as the engine heat is carried by coolant into the heater core. The device starts to get warm. So I'm smarter today because now I know how it's So what happens if it's intermittent? What happens if it's intermittent? That means something's not, or something's blocked maybe? Yeah, that would be my guess is maybe something's blocked. a lemon. 
I didn't buy a lawnmower. Maybe, I love my car. I just yeah, maybe the coolant, like maybe there's something blocking the coolant from hitting that area or blocking the airflow. Or it's just there's maybe there's something in there that's stopping it. Yeah. periodically. I, I have maybe a touch gotta... screen radio in one of our vehicles. Yes, not not the van because the van's you know just has a regular radio that has worked beautifully. Yeah, I have already had to replace the radio once. Now the radio doesn't work again. Everything else on the touch screen works, but not the audio. So the radio won't come on. My wife got in the car yesterday. The radio blasted. It ran all day. It ran all day. She mm. got in the car today to start it up. Radio dead. Mm. Maybe it has something to do so with your, your did career. Did either of you try Maybe to Maybe it's foreshadowing your career. <laughs> that's what? okay. Did either of you point, try the caveman fine. method on this? Did you did try what? smacking it? You don't I've smack tried that. computer okay. stuff. You just don't. You don't? Uh, you don't? I don't. <laughs> I, I miss the, I'm, I've I've smacked many a computer. I mean, think about it. You know, the good old days, you would just put your hand on the antenna, you'd stick it out, and you'd have a better signal coming into your All TV. Right. I don't Do know. You, Try the caveman method. If that doesn't work, call a mechanic. All right. We're asking the question, what are the lessons of the season for the Browns? This, is very, uh, this has been a very excellent exercise. Very excellent? I don't like that. This has been an excellent Very exercise. excellent, dude. It's been very good, Spicoli. Let's get a pizza. Luke is in North Royalton. Hey, Luke. Hi, Luke. Hey guys, how's it going? Good. Uh, Andy, uh, so it, it's blowing out cold air now. Yeah. Okay, it's uh, your thermostat is bad. I got a bad, but every once in a while it'll kick in hot. It'll go hot. Yeah. Eventually, it's going to be because that happened. Uh, um, I got my dad's pickup truck. It's a 1998 Chevy S10. Okay. And uh, for a while, it was blowing out uh, hot air, and then like last winter. Um, it, it uh, all through last last year's winter, uh, it just was blowing out cold air. So all um, right, and uh, I took it to a mechanic friend of mine, and he's like, "Yeah, your thermostat is bad. Bad thermostat. Uh, it's stuck open, so it's not opening and closing. Ah, because um, if it was your heater core, yeah, it would be leaking. You'd be leaking like brown liquid, hot liquid, yeah, nope. in, uh, in in the interior. But it's your it's your thermostat. So Luke, thank you. Awesome. All right, no, what do you got no about the problems? Hit me with the Browns. Yeah. Um, I'm like a, 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 a halfway, 50-50. I'm like a little bit upset because basically what we relied on all season, uh, the defense wasn't there. Uh, pretty much the only player that showed up uh, Saturday was JOK. Uh, the guy was a beast. Um, but, um, you know, Miles Garrett was still getting like, you know, double team, triple team. But, um, you know, I think. I'm going to give you a date and uh, see if you remember this. December 16th, 2001. You remember what happened that day? December 16th, 2001. Um, no. No. Okay. It was the uh, Jacksonville Jaguars game, and it was Bottlegate. Oh, I was there. Yeah, okay. I still uh, date. Just look back. We have not gotten a call from a ref since that date. Uh, and what happened on that day? Uh, the Indianapolis game, we got lucky at the end. Oh, I mean, yeah, okay. <laughs> but, you know, come on. I mean, that, that, I'm just yeah, recent I in the first half or the second half. That, uh, that throw, to, it was a third down. That throw to David Njoku, their number 34, I don't know the guy's name, hit him before the ball even got there. The ref is standing right there looking at the play, and he didn't call pass interference. Then the next play. That uh, the, the, um, the linebacker, I don't know who it was, but did a 360 on top of 
Joe Flacco. Did they call uh, 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 late hit on that? No, it's just like, and gotcha. then I, I, the, the problem is this. If the players, quiet, and then, you know, Miles Garrett obviously calls them out. Right. He didn't uh, get a call after out, that either. Um, hey, Luke, Luke, I love the phone call. Thank you for the car stop, but your phone line's a little bit messed up, man. Thank you. Appreciate you. Thank it's kind of like the heater in your sitting in your '98 Chevy pickup. You should try some. I don't have a, What are you talking about? Oh, in his. Okay. All right. Allen's in Cleveland. Hello, Allen. Hey, how are you doing? Allen, first good. of all, Browns. I'm with you. Good morning. I'm with you, on Browns. Um, okay. You know, I used to be envious of the time we had Shanahan in that 53 point bullet. Was to pull put out why he wanted out. You know, because I mean. I mean, I used to be envious of his offensive play calling, but I mean, Alex Van Pelt and Stefanski showed that they can put, they can they can call a passing game. They beat all the top coaches without all their star power. So, who knows what could have been with the star power? So, I mean, I just I applaud, I applaud Haslam's giving them time and not rocking the boat and uh, learning from their mistakes with uh, Johnny Football and. We know it was more political than talent that got uh, Baker out. But my point um, that I wanted to postulate was I think that the toughness of the AFC North as a whole is what, you know, and I'm going to point out how it's owned the Chicago and the the success of Joe Burrow. And we saw what C.J. Stroud did with defenders a foot away from him. I believe that it, I believe that if uh, – Ryan Day is not on the hot seat. Uh, Ohio State Athletics as a whole should be. So. All right, Alan. Okay, thank you. By the way, Pat Chun not getting the job. Not happy about that. I was not happy about that over the weekend. We'll discuss that later in the show, though. Great. There goes that gig in Columbus. That's it. We're stuck. We're here. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't know how you can walk away. I, I do. I You know, the guy they, they're bringing up, I think, obviously, is it's – it's about NIL money. Okay. And then he's been able to raise. But we'll talk about that later in the show. Still trying to figure out, digest everything that he was talking about there. Can you, can you. He took a drastic Was there a cliff notes in there? He I, took a drastic I, I miss him. No, he, he appreciated the patience that yeah. the Haslam's have shown. I just wonder how long you go with patience. You know, and, and unfortunately, I, in this league has a really, really short cycle. So, I mean, they're talking about firing Nick Sirianni. He's in his third year. He took the team to the Super Bowl last year in Philadelphia. Well, they, they had a bad seven-game finish. You fire the guy for that? He and Jalen Hurts. Jalen Hurts said something. I'm not on the same page, or there's a miscommunication or something. So you're going to fire a guy who took you to the Super Bowl last year, huh? Great. You know, the Atlanta Falcons or the Dallas Cowboys, if they fire McCarthy or the Tennessee Titans, they'll thank you very much. Yeah, I, I never I, – McCarthy uh, – I, McCarthy make it? Maybe. We'll talk about that later in the show. All right, Jim's in Starnsville. Jim. Hey, guys, real quick. For, so, all, any talk about any talk about replacing any that's, – that's the next offseason conversation. You're obviously not you're, – you're not moving off of Barry or Stefanski after this offseason. And, and, and Jim, I think, I think your time frame's right on that. By the way, yeah, and I'm going to say this to Browns fans. All right, these two guys have been the most successful four years, put together the most successful four years in Browns history since they came back. So yeah, I'm going to give them another year. I'm not going to let's not let's not get ahead of ourselves like we're all of a sudden some kind of championship town that knows you know 
you know, we're not, we're not. We haven't had that experience. We don't know. I mean, I'm just putting it out there because it's annoying. And I'm also going to say this, too. I think, look, I look at this Brown season, now that the emotions drained off of it, look, I'm a season ticket holder. I got to go see them win at home eight times. Okay? I saw a bunch of wins. I had a very entertaining season. Tied for you know best what? in the now, NFL, by the way. Yeah. So now now it's the offseason. You know what I mean? So I'm, when I look back at this, I'm as of right now, I have fond memories of it. Next year is next year. Building and doing better. That's I mean, that's every season, every team. No, They could win the championship, and we would be the day afterwards talking about, what do they got to do for next year to get going? So, like, that's my forward thinking of it. And I heard, heard a caller earlier talking about, like, well, quarterback's just part of it. Listen, what turns around all these teams? I don't care what team it is. Why was Houston good this year? They had the number two pick last year. What was the biggest reason they were good? Quarterback. What's the big, well, what's the biggest thing that happened in Cincinnati? Quarterback. Every one of these teams. Yeah. Buffalo. Look at all the teams in the AFC right now that are still playing. It comes down to quarterback. So at the end of the day, everything else is it's it's all window dressing. It all comes down to Deshaun Watson, guys. I hate to say it that way, but at the end of the day, that's it. That's where you got. That's where it's either going to work out or we're going to fall into a into a ravine because that's the most important factor. Eddie Baker, hard to argue, Jim. I got no, ten I seconds. You know what? I'm not going to get into the Baker thing. And you know what? We're going to hear because this offseason is going to be terrible because there's the oh, how do you do it? The AFC with all these great quarterbacks now. I don't know. We thought Trevor Lawrence. Things happen. Trevor Lawrence didn't make the playoffs this year. Uh, what's his name out in? L.A. didn't make the – Justin Herbert didn't make the yep. playoffs this year. Did get hurt. You just – you've got to watch the season. You've got to see how it plays out. And, you know, Joe Burrow, Cincinnati didn't make the playoffs this year. You know, and if I'm Cincinnati, honestly, I'm going to start – I'm starting to worry about the durability of Burrow. This is two years in a row where he's – or two out of four years that he has missed significant time. So don't doom and gloom just because there's good quarterbacks in the conference because – Every year something happens. Jim, thank you. Hang on the line if you want to talk to us. We're asking you the question, what are the lessons of the season? When we come back, though, we'll ask Mary Kay Cabot that question. Plus, we'll make Jeff Thomas do it all straight ahead in this hour. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road, the steeper the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. TuneIn is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. The clock at four. Donchich. The Step Back 3, you bet! Music. You set my world on fire. And even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. 
We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. 